0: Them
1: come. This is their fate. All right. All right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. We got a few topics for you guys today. A lot's happening. We got lots of P reviews coming out. We got Jedi, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor getting updates. Starfield, of course. Mortal Kombat 1, got some reviews out for some in-progress stuff, we got a state of play that was announced, Nintendo Direct, Switch 2 Rumors, i15 Pro running games, plenty to talk about, but we're going to get into it as usual, just before we do all of that, Jalen, Josh, tell the people how you doing, how you been, where you, what you been playing, what you been up to, how's life going, inform the people
2: uh yeah y'all know me i'm always trying to clear through my black backlog uh last game i started was armor core six i've since i've beaten it twice so far i'm finishing Jeez. up my third through now um really it's uh i know i don't mind doing the new game plus stuff just because like every time once you do get to new game plus it has different missions with different story that wasn't available in the first playthrough uh-huh. and it gives you still new uh weapons and stuff in the store so um i've just been going through collecting everything on oh, a uh, different final boss as well so the third playthrough is going to have the third and and final true ending so i'm gonna do that but yeah overall pretty really solid game one of my favorite armor cores, and i'll, I'll probably keep playing it for a while i haven't done any pvp stuff just because like i i don't really feel like i'm interested in right now but Mm-hmm. people seem to like it uh other than that uh trying to play starfield whenever i get the chance and we'll we'll talk about it later but it's it's really good um like i liked it last week when i played it a bit but since then and like really getting like diving into it and getting immersed into it i see what's like really really great about it it mm-hmm. i don't think it's for everybody and it does have issues but uh it's definitely so far one of my favorite like space exploration games that i've played but um well it, it has some stuff that i don't like as well but we'll talk about it later all right yeah 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 for sure
1: say that for later um family's okay everything's good
2: oh yeah uh are uh like i said before our birthday coming up um but weather is really hot still um mm-hmm. even though the summer is winding down it's gonna be a hot fall um uh, but yeah everybody's here good uh we got a a walker a walker now she's
0: now
2: <laughs> moving around the house you have to redo the living room so she got more space uh yep. But yeah <laughs> yep 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 get, re- get ready to redo a lot of stuff
1: um but yeah uh, the walk-in is a big deal Um, we, we ain't got to talking yet, but they, they pretty much there. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a major step for real. Uh, what about you, Jalen? You babyless man. How you been? How you doing? What you been up to? I just let it
0: here watch our baby stories, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I ain't been up to nothing though. I just been chilling. Uh, same old, same old, um, I said playing a sea of stars a little bit, um, other than that just trying to stay active and, uh, continue traveling and stuff like that. So even though i ain't really been traveling, like nothing extravagant, I guess, but yeah, the I mean major. ain't a whole lot, new no, this one, like, yeah, nothing yeah. major, so. stuff like that. So, um, I'll probably, probably slide somewhere on Friday.
1: Okay. Okay. more More flights more flights more flights more flights more missions got it okay that's fine um well me i've just been playing a a ton of starfield i ain't really been playing nothing else um i've i'm like what i don't know i I got like 45 hours now on it but i don't really know what that means because i feel like i ain't playing half i ain't playing most of this game yet i only play like 10 percent of it So it really doesn't feel like I've done much, but I've played a lot of hours, and I think that's just me exploring all the other stuff that it has to offer, all the mechanics, all of the storylines, and trying to figure out other things. It's just a lot to figure out, but at the same time, it's enjoyable, so it's not like it's just a chore. It's just kind of like you're just going through the motions of figuring stuff out, but Again, finally got my first outpost out. Finally, first built my first ship. Um, Really starting to explore the stars and kind of run into some of their, you know, um, pre made content that's not, you know, that's not a part of the beaten path. So there's just a lot of that. It's just a ton of stuff to do in this freaking game. So I've been playing it a lot. I've been enjoying it a lot. And again, we're going to probably. Uh, jump right into that because it's fresh on my mind after introductions but uh outside of that you know family's good they're great they're getting bigger stronger faster more <laughs> obnoxious uh they 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 love to at this point they're they're i don't know where they're getting it from but they are literally starting to um yell at each other and then i i think it's not yell but like almost yell attack. It's kind of like they 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 are a little bit more aggressive than I anticipated, but um yeah, they're some interesting fellas for sure. Um but yeah, they're they're good. Wife's good. Job's good. It's just more so now finding time to play Starfield and stuff. So uh other games are coming out, so it's going to be tougher for me to keep my attention, but honestly, It might keep it for a minute, but as I mentioned before, before, as we were kind of getting started, we talk in Starfield, it's like, no, (laughs) we talk in Starfield, but we got some other stuff to to talk about as well, but we're going to get right into that because I got a lot to say, and I'm trying to get, I'm trying to set a precedent for everybody that, may not want to play this game or may not understand it so that way you guys can get a more of an understanding of where i'm coming from with the game and where i stack it for this year because that's a it's an important topic for a lot of people i guess because uh some people really feel like it's mid some people feel like it's great some people feel like it was average so I'm trying to figure that out too um So, where shall we begin with the good old Starfield? Where should we begin? Let's start where they start. I guess let's start with the story. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. So, I guess I'll kind of have a conversation around what the story does and, and what it does well. I think what it does well to me... Is it gives you a structure for the expansive world that it is. Um, it really doesn't give you a lot of. A lot of clues on what to do next. It just gives you a path to follow. And if you choose to follow that path. You will be a, rewarded in a sense of levels. That's it. And I don't believe it does much else to keep you to keep a, a structure outside of just leveling. Um, and I'm trying to say that, but it's a, it's in a good way. It's not like the story is bad. You're going to be entertained by it. It's more so about being pulled in so many different directions that you kind of get overwhelmed to the point where you have like a, a guiding light. Um, you know how Zelda, it just kind of gives you that feeling of, yeah, you can go run and do everything that they have on the map but you can also do those main missions and the main objective objectives. It gives you a sense of direction on where to go next, but literally the journey is getting there. So that's how it kind of felt for me. Um, where Starfield kind of planted a flag of, yeah, we got this story here. We got these characters, we got these people that's going to be around you, interacting with you a lot, but truly that, Is just a marker point. Everything else surrounding it is truly what the meat and potatoes is because that is just really what you're going to be doing constantly. If you're going to be fighting, you know, ship battles, if you're going to be outposting, you're going to be looking for earning money. You're going to be dealing with vendors. You're going to be manually managing your freaking inventory, um, whatever that is surrounding the building blocks of that story. It's like the meat and potatoes while this story here is just the kind of like the icing on the cake it does not it does not it does not take you through the ebbs and flows of how this game works it just tells you where to go next hopefully that makes sense um i think people will get it if they kind of put it towards the same thing of zelda that's why i keep trying to reference it because zelda does the same thing where you don't necessarily have to go down that beaten path or continuously just go to all of the phenomenons or whatever and just kind of work through those cities. You can do everything else around it and you can meet people. You can figure out new things and you don't really have to just go straight to this, straight to that, straight to that because you're not really playing the game in the best way, which kind of threw a wrench in my, in my, in how I play it. Because everybody kept saying, well, the new game plus is something like you'll want to get there and then start exploring. I'm just like, well, why? If the game is fun on its own in this regard, why do I need to rush through the game to get to this part? And, and, and maybe it's just my lack of understanding because I haven't gotten there yet. But I just feel like I'm having much, a lot, a lot of fun just doing the things surrounding the story that I don't really feel like I have to go rush through it. Um, and maybe you have some more insight on that, Josh, but right now to me, it is simply the building, the, the building around the, I mean, the, the story is just giving it the structure, but the building around it is, is like the entire game for me. That's the fun part. That's what I enjoy the most is just interacting with the world and seeing what, what I can get in trouble with, what I can do and you know, who I can help. It's just kind of like that. Um, but what are your thoughts on the story so far and what it's doing
2: for you? Yeah, um, I saw saw people saying that the same thing. Like, for the game, you want to get to New Game Plus as soon as possible. But since then, I've like been seeing people talk about it. And that's not the best way to play it, uh, mainly because... So New Game Plus, I'll just say, is rewarding. Like, you the reason that you want to get to a new game plus is because what's there is is new and the game incentivizes you to maybe do multiple playthroughs or multiple endings to um get more um, get rewarded more mm-hmm. but uh people also said that you i don't know so something i haven't been able to confirm is like it's it does the do The quests change at all in New Game Plus, but it seems to be that some things might not be as freely available as they were in your first playthrough, so you don't actually want to rush everything because some things might change in some ways that you know might you might miss out on an experience. Uh, once you get mm. to New Game Plus, so how I've been playing it, I was gonna just do all the story quests and then go to New Game Plus and then explore, but now and it's not, wasn't even intentional, really. The game just like I just gravitated towards certain things. I get to a planet like the main quest tells me to go to to the soul um, solar system and Mm -hmm. I stop on Mars and I do some quests on Mars and then I just find out like I like being on Mars. I like exploring. I like talking to people. Done quests. So I spent all my time on Mars and then once I felt uh, I'm good, then I left and I moved on to the next planet. So I feel like I'm going to do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, because it feels the most f- fulfilling. Like it, I'm yeah. not being railroaded that I have to do these certain things. I can do it in any order mm-hmm. I want. If there's no nothing that I like on this place, then I'll just leave right away. Um, I haven't done any of the like, I'll say like fully free exploration, like flying around in space and like going to the super end of the planet. Uh, oh but yeah, yeah. just cells, following cells the the quest. Far away. Yeah, but. What I'll say is something I do like about it, and I like when other games do it as well, is when they have good, I'll say progression. Because like with yeah. a lot of open world games, it's kind of like, I'll just use Far Cry or Assassin's Creed for example. We want you to go to the top north of the map, help this person, and then we want you to go to the bottom left of the map, and then go back to the top of the map. Like you going all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least it feels like with the quest design here, you know, you'll you'll be in the main city. Um, and you'll pick up a couple quests that tell you to go to, uh, go to Mars. All right. And you, mm-hmm. you go to Mars and then you find a bunch of quests that are kind of tied, not tied to each other, but they're in a similar area. So it's like, Oh, we want you to go to Venus, but they've also given you other quests that also lead to Venus. So I feel like it's good progression where naturally, if you're just playing, you'll find a couple reasons to like follow these same quests to the same area. Um, Mm. So it feels feels good because of these are side quests that I don't have to do, but some right. of them lead the the same area or similar area. So I I feel like I'm uh, accomplishing a lot uh, by playing it uh, in that way naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And so that's a bit. Of, I haven't played that much of the story. Like I said, I'm pretty early. I'm at level ten. I don't know how many how many hours I got, but I'm at level ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, just doing quest and like sticking i guess to the big main planets gotcha no that and i i would agree with
1: that and um to a point where uh i am picking who i find interesting or storylines that i find interesting like i was just trying to go to a vendor and i was just trying to like sit at a bar and pretend like i was I was, I was just role playing or something. I think, I, I don't know what I was doing, but I was just sitting at the bar and I st- I started talking to the bartender and I got into a whole quest about this bartender trying to make this perfect drinking and, and this whole thing. And it ended up me trying to go and like, um, steal back some cargo that she was trying to get on the, it just turned into this whole different thing. I did not expect it. And I was just literally just trying to buy a drink and sit down at the bar and wait. I think I was trying to wait for a time to go by or something like that. I don't remember what I was doing. But, um, I like when they're just, I like how they introduced, you know, quests like to Bethesda, you walk by somebody and then something, you hear something and then you can go and do it. But I also like when they kind of just put something right in front of you and you're not expecting it. So I, I've had a few of those moments where I'm just, you know, going about my day to day and then, a, uh, I am, I am interrupted or something is occurs that kind of causes me to take on this uh situation like even when i was landing on a, a rand I, I think i was landing on a planet i got like a i was coming out of a a graph jump and i got like a signal on there and they told me to come down to the planet and i went down to the planet and it turned to this whole thing about getting this group of people back together and all this good stuff and you know it's just like random things happen it's not random but it's it feels as if the world is lived in and you're truly just exploring it um i love Mm -hmm. those moments um now when they give me a quest and it's just like i heard a whisper i may or may not pay attention because i haven't got i'm not interacting with the person that may need help because that, re- yeah. that that whisper tells me to go somewhere to find out more and I don't know who that individual is so if I have an interaction those quests probably get done before and it's like a abundance of both so I don't feel like I'm getting um, I'm losing anything by not playing a certain way I feel like they have built in systems to make me feel okay playing it the way I'm playing it and to make you feel okay playing it the way you're playing it, because they give you abundance of things to do. Um, but then that doesn't touch on the ship building, that doesn't touch on outpost building, that doesn't touch on the um, actual you know, gathering resources and doing like some of the civilian outposts. That doesn't touch on any of the the wildlife or aliens. I I, I literally haven't fought more than like six aliens i don't see them that often and i know they're in the game but as i'm exploring the solar system i can tell that they are they're gradually showing me that this these areas get a little bit more hectic a little bit more crazy as you kind of go throughout the solar system so it is showing as you stated that level of progression as you kind of go and explore. Um, and get your ship better to be able to grab jump to longer distances and all that good jazz it's showing me that i'm being rewarded for exploring as well as being rewarded for um continuously just playing the game the more like you said the more you put into it the more you get out of it so um that's that's why i feel like i haven't touched anything because i'm literally still on the first half of the solar system I haven't went through anything else I didn't do much and I, and I understand that they say there's a thousand planets but I feel like they can curate I feel like about I'm... yeah
2: yeah I was going to say it's a thousand planets but I feel like I'm still in the area that's not generated like yeah, you know there's... some of the stuff might be generated but I feel like I'm in the main areas <laughs> no <laughs> you
1: know? it, it feels like if they sprinkled enough around to make me feel like I'm not feeling as if I'm just playing pre you know that that generated uh artificial gameplay. I feel like it's all kind of curated for me at the moment to the to a point where I understand okay, this is a solar system, this is a location, this is a locale, maybe if I'm land on a desert planet that doesn't really have much, that makes more sense for it to be like you know um generated as you as you approach but the ones that I feel like most of the stuff that i've been doing i don't feel like i I haven't felt any repeat anything yet and, and i mean i'm only you know 40 hours in but i don't feel like i've repeated any type of quest i haven't felt like i repeated any type of mining area i haven't felt like i repeated any type of indoor area because these indoor areas are massive and as you explore them, you just get lost because you don't have a map truly. And they give you like a little small indicator of where to go next, like dead space, but it's not in a way where you are just maybe able to rush through it. So it always makes these places feel bigger than what they are. So it's just like, I don't know. They have a great formula to make the game fun and great at the same time. Obviously it is flawed in a lot of ways um right now i found a bug where i can literally just go to a uh city and right outside in this little puddle i can steal all yes the the, all the merchant's items and sell it back to him and he would know none, none wiser so there's like things out there like that but there isn't anything game breaking to the point where i can't finish something or i can't complete a mission or anything like that it's just all all works right now um i'm not saying that that can't change as i continue to explore but right now everything is working and i'm not running into any major issues Um,
2: yeah mostly non-intrusive bugs Uh, like even the bugs i've seen is people like getting stuck on geometry doors. but at least i've never had to like reload a save Mm -hmm. it's always been a progression. so that's good because like in other games if i'm playing fallout and somebody gets stuck and they can't go in the door it's like oh well restart or they might be stuck there forever and this quest won't finish (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: so there is stuff like that that i just haven't seen yet I haven't seen yet, but I'm not saying that it is not possible for it to happen. I'm just saying I have not seen that and that that's, that boat's well for it, but there's the game in itself, but um it's just really fun to just explore. I love taking pictures of my ship. I'm I'm very happy with what I created. This behemoth of what I've done and all the cargo space I have and you know, just exploring space in this way really truly f- Fulfill something that I've been looking for for quite a while so um, I'm happy with the game I think I can separate that from game of the year contender Um, there's a lot of people angry that the game is good or they're angry that people are giving this game that type of nod Um, I don't know I fall into the camp of This is probably the funnest game I've played all year. But there may be something else out there. That may have. Provided more. um, Polish or more creativity. Or more. um, uh, Divisive situations. I felt like I've had situations in this game where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get, I don't know which, what to pick because there may be a consequence to this, but there, there could be very much. So, you know, skin level deep and not really getting down to the bone tissue. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, everybody's kind of, you know, everyone is comparing this to Baldur's Gate three and their RPG elements. Um, I kind of feel like, if, if Starfield would have came out before Baldur's Gate 3, I think the story would have been a little bit different. Um, simply because Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and I don't want to compare these games because they're totally different. But Baldur's Gate 3 came out and it, it showcased what dedication, time, and experience can do for the first act. And it sounds like the second and third may have needed some more time in the oven when it came when it came to truly giving you a a, a great experience. And I understand that what Barter Gates three's act one was like in beta for what seven years or three years or something like that. I don't remember how long it was in. But I remember them stating that the act one at least had a lot more time to be polished. And that's the first thing you're introduced to, and then the second and third act. Weren't so polished. I'm not saying that they were bad, but they were saying yeah. like a lot of lines were broken, a lot of situations weren't working right, and it felt like the acts were rushed.
2: So, so I, I agree. I think like you know, Starfield is getting a lot of attention but also a lot of hype because it's first party um, mm-hmm. exclusive. But uh, at the same time, it is a really good game and does a lot of good stuff. So I think it is going to be a lot of people's lists. For me, I don't know if it's going to be my number one, but it, yeah, it's definitely up there so far. But I'll yeah. say with Baldur's Gate 3, it's it's not fair to compare them, like you said, but Baldur's Gate 3 does do things that Starfield uh, can't do. And now I understand after playing Starfield, I don't think it matter. but Baldur's Gate 3, the interactions are just so complex that a simple but does the RPG doesn't work. For, for example, if you play in Starfield... And there's a quest, uh I want you to solve this problem. You can either buy, you know, uh spend some money to solve it, you can go somewhere and hack something, or go kill some some people, and then you got three options to complete the quest. Whereas like walters Gate three is the type of game where you can like talk to somebody. <laughs> well, no, you can start a conversation with one of your characters. You can have your second character leave the room leave the area and then go do something so if you're trying to steal something have one character talk to him and have the other one go into his house and steal what you want um while mm-hmm. you're still in the same conversation or it's like wh- i want you to go kill this bandit but it's like you can literally go kill the bandit then talk to the person and the person won't know that you kill him. you can tell him i ar- already killed him. so it's like the interactions are really complex and they're uh very flexible you can do it out of any order whereas like normal rpgs you have to do the quest in the order There might be different endings or branching paths but you do the quest in the order whereas like voters gate 3 is not like that you just do it anyway and there's always a solution so that's cool on its own but that's a different game whereas like this game is focusing more on the i guess like the atmosphere yeah but it's more of the uh long-term interactions it's like things continuously to get more and more complex and the game still works and allows you to uh, adapt like people always show the you know that one gif online where somebody puts like ten thousand potatoes in its ship but oh, yeah, yeah. the game allows, yeah the game allows that and it's like so for me I, i've been running out of storage space so it's like okay i'm just gonna put my stuff here in the lodge or i'm gonna put this stuff on a planet where I know where to find it. <laughs> um, and that way I can ship stuff back and forth until I'm able to get a bigger ship. And so the game is still complex, but it's focusing on different things. The game is huge, but it wants to be able to support everything equally. Yeah. Um, was And I was going to ask you, was there anything else that you've encountered that you felt you didn't, or i say wants to be improved, or like you didn't like how it was implemented? For me, one of the biggest ones is definitely the UI. And oh, yeah. Not just yeah. the menus, but like managing your partner's inventory and like managing your ship inventory and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of that stuff is not, it doesn't feel finished. Um, no. But it does. It works.
1: No. You don't even have an A button to eat. I was, I, when they said that on the, like the, the, like on their things to fix update they, they mm-hmm. put out like a little tweet about what they were looking at p- putting ring in which was dlss was on there as well which i was going to talk about a little bit later but it was a the a for eat because <laughs> they just press a and and then you you're technically eating it but you don't know that because it doesn't even have like a to eat the food so it's just like no. those <laughs> simple things that you like how did y'all miss that um even when they were talking about i think and I, I know it was another one on it i was kind of like huh um well the 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 fov slider was something that people were really up like mm-hmm. you know that that's obviously something they need to fix the hdr uh and stuff like that but um i know there was like another one where people were kind of up in arms about and i think it was just that the whole B is held and combined to everything. So you have to like hold B, hold exit, to, hold it to B to get all the way oh, out. And yeah, then you press B, 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 B to get to like, and yeah. it's just so many buttons for the same thing. And it kind of confuses me. Um, but there's, a, there's plenty of time to kind of clean that up. But yeah, shipping it and then shipping the game in this way isn't a good look for sure. And that's why there's a lot of knocks towards this being game of the year, which... I mean it makes sense for people to be upset about it but um there's a lot yeah. here and it it's definitely not like a a cyberpunk situation it's more of like these things need to this makes sense this quality of life stuff fix it it doesn't make sense for it not to be there um but uh yeah I just I don't know. I think that for me, I I, I I don't want to give it. I don't want to say it's just my top game of the year, but it's the best game that I've played. Well, this, it's the it's the funnest game I played all year. It's the most um, innovative to me, as in like these are things that I know I couldn't do in another game. I don't have an experience like that out there that's similar to it, um, mm-hmm. and it's in a it's in a it's in a space of its own right now. It's not like something else I can go out and play that I feel like I would get the same experience. Um, there are components of it where I may get experiences better, but to bring it all together in a one package and to be as fundamentally it's been, well, put together in this way, um, really, really excites me, especially when I'm like, just, I'm just jumping from planet to planet and I got my crew with me and we just talking about nothing. And then something happened on the planet and they talk about it. And, or if we are just roaming around and, um, on the planet, picking up resources and doing like outpost stuff. And then we get, some some something comes flying by, or a ship comes down, or um, it's just it's just so, I don't know. It just feels lived in, and it's so barren, but it feels so lived in in the spaces that I'm at that I've have enough content that I never have to see all the thousand planets, and I still will feel fulfilled. Like I'm like I said, I'm playing I've been playing for forty hours, and I don't feel like I've seen most of this game yet. And not even from, a oh, because of the, 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 the generated content I'm talking about from the stuff they really made, the stuff they actually truly made for me to play. I don't feel like I've gotten to like, I only got to like 20% of it. Um, and I haven't done that many quests. I've literally just been exploring the world and it doesn't feel as, um, as slow or disengaging as, as one are led to believe. If you read the discourse online, it just feels fun to play. Um, so I will have to reevaluate it as time goes on, just kind of figuring out to, for myself, whether or not I feel like it is going to be a game of the year contender. Um, I have, I, I if I can make the argument in my mind, I know it's probably going to be there, which I can. Um the argument Let's is see. simple. Go ahead. Oh yeah, go
2: ahead. No, you so, you were about to answer my question actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the argument is simple. It's it's unique and it's a special game. It's a it's a long, it has long legs and more than what they put out at the beginning tells me that they truly um, took the time with this game to build out a expansive universe um, that's truly can felt lived in and felt like you are can immerse yourself in. Um, there are the Bethesda things they're here, here and there f- few far in between as much as I, w- I honestly I wouldn't expect. But there are a few far in between but they are there. But this is a uh, once in a once in a while game. I, I don't want to say once in a generation, but it, it feels like that. It doesn't feel like I've played anything like this in this generation yet.
2: Last yeah, generation, it's a very, I don't know. Uh, very immersive. Uh, just because so I, I was thinking, like, it's a lot of stuff in the game that makes you think about, like, your own input. Like, this is my ship. how I de- <clears throat> designed it, customize it, or, like, you're collecting items and you're spending a lot of time organizing your inventory and like walking mm-hmm. around and like exploring. So you quickly get like immersed and like start building your own like connection to these places. And oh, yeah. I think they do the, it's a very good job of that. Maybe that's the, but that's the magic, whatever. Um, but I, yeah, like so far uh, Cydonia on Mars has been my favorite area because like, you you get there and it's you know it's just a mine but like all the time I spent there and, and how I helped the characters and how I explore the environment and then walking around the planet with like you know the music is relaxing and stuff like that so I immediately I left that planet like, and that's crazy oh, <laughs> it, it's a nice <laughs> planet because I was gonna leave too because I went into the mine and I was just helping people but then it's like they sent me out to do the quest. Mm-hmm. And, like I just enjoy going back and forth, like going out into the desert of Mars and then coming back um and yeah, it was it just felt really relaxing, and so I'm hoping that I keep having that experience on every planet, but um, yeah. I was just gonna quickly say uh, the one or two things that i I'm struggling with, like as far as like a little bit of disappointment is I don't know how you feel, but so far, the companions are. Okay. I don't have any strong feelings negative or positive towards anybody, but they're mostly yeah. I think that's the problem is that they're only okay for me. Yeah. Cuz like a lot of other games, like for example, I always talk about Mass Effect. The best part of Mass Effect is the companions. Like all mm-hmm. of them are unique and you talk to them all the time. Like every conversation they have a bunch to say and multiple of them at the same time all talking and like helping you out through the, the story and like that you feel like you build a crew on your ship and you have a strong connection to everybody so far. Uh, I don't have a strong connection to all of the the crew people I have. Um, and part of that is because like also the, a game very similar to this was outer wild, no outer worlds, outer worlds. See, I don't even, yeah. Yeah. worlds, but from obsidian um, mm-hmm. on Xbox, well, it was on everything, but, that was a couple, three, four years ago. It's a very similar space game to Starfield, uh, but much smaller in scale. But I think they did a really, a lot better job with the, making the companions feel unique. Right. Like one of them you get is like literally a priest with a shotgun, and like he'll be in battle, you know, praying <laughs> for people while shooting them, and it's like and that's a very memorable character, and I remember him and I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess part of that is that, Outer World. Lean more towards, I guess, being like funny. Yeah. Whereas I think Starfield is pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, it's but everybody it's grounded. Yeah. It's very grounded, but because of that, the the characters feel a little more boring. But not in yeah. a, necessarily that way. But they're normal people. They're not. They don't have weird quirks. <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. I I don't think.
1: Um, there is moments in the game where you kind of see what they were trying to go for, but I don't feel as if I'm super connected to all my companions. There are a few that I enjoy more than others, but there isn't a space where I felt like, oh, the banter between them is going on. Like if you go to the lodge and you kind of sit there and let them talk, sometimes you'll get repeat lines and I'm just like, that doesn't feel like. Uh, that Mm, great um so Noel um Mateo they really just sit in the they just sit in the crib um and then Mm. it's like uh, Barrett um Andrea and Sarah and then um I'm trying to think his name Vasco Vasco. yeah um they all can come with you and then there's like Sam Cole um and his daughter but but there's like dynamics there i mean as you go through the story you'll see some different stuff some stuff happens but um overall i'm okay with it i'm not like super impressed um but i I would say i'm okay with what they have offered me for companionship for now i think they have some interesting conversations especially when i'm just i make sure i go talk to everybody to see how interesting the characters can be um, but that's not something that you normally would do. You know, you don't necessarily have to talk to everybody to make sure you're progressing or in engaging with them to get the best out of them. Sometimes they just kind of come pull you to the side and say, hey, I want to talk to you real quick or something like that. They do that in this game too, but I feel like it's just, um, it's not as en- engaging as I thought it would be. Like when I'm on a planet, they might have, they might have some, Key lines for certain things that's happening, but they're very minimal in talking. Um, they're early on; they were talking a lot, and I, I, was, I felt like I was like, "Well, dang, did I mess up and like mess hit the wrong buttons?" Because they stopped. Like um, mm-hmm. I say, like t- twenty hours in, they stopped talking to me, bro. And I was kind of like, hmm, "What's going on here?" So, yeah, you're. I, f- I felt like maybe it's maybe swapping out your uh, people and maybe that is how you get the crew to feel you know truly lived or like that they're, they're alive and with you um but i kind of stick with one companion or um or not and then it's kind of like that's it so you yeah
2: know. Uh, um yeah i'm gonna try to switch them out more but again that brings in quality of life where you gotta worry about managing the inventory and what yep. they're holding and stuff like that but yeah i can uh I get that. Maybe switch them out sooner. But yeah, that was the only part that I really felt disappointed in. Like I felt really engaged by the story and all the like faction quests that I've been doing. But the companions are a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Sorry.
2: Last. No, the I would say most of the game feels like a step forward in a lot of ways from all the other Bethesda games. But the companions feel very Mm -hmm. similar to what you got in the past, so it's not a huge jump forward so far, at least.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to sway you between any characters. So as like, I said, just try them all, see which ones you like, um, and kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, overall, you're right. I think, I think from what you're, what you, what you kind of stated, that's kind of like right nail on the right nail on the head there. Um, I don't feel like I want to see what happens because of, you know, the new game plus and going back and doing things i want to see what that looks like um but right now yeah um they feel very um standard so we'll see what happens as you continue you know um but yeah uh i think outside of that um again i i guess i want to emphasize that this is a great game but it's maybe it's not for everyone um it's kind of like zelda even though people pretend like everybody loves zelda some people don't like zelda (laughs) some people find it to be boring some people find it to not be enjoyable and that it's not engaging enough because there's literally using your own imagination to kind of play through the game there's nothing that you can't do So sometimes that's overwhelming for people and it doesn't feel like you have enough structure. And maybe that's what's causing people to not like Starfield, even though it's an engaging concept. It may not be as structured as everyone may want it to be, or it may not be as hand-holding as people enjoy at the beginning hours. So people kind of get turned away. Um, Mm -hmm. If you are playing this game, I would say take your time. You know, look out for certain interactions, you know, think about consequences to certain things, try to break the game, see what happens. But I find enjoyment in that stuff. Um, So I think you guys would if you actually, you know, take some time to kind of play it and uh, kind of form your own opinion from there. Um, But, yeah, I could definitely make an argument for this game to win game of the year and I wouldn't be mad. Um, but there are some a lot of great games that came out, so uh, let's look at. I'm gonna go to Mortal Kombat. This review oh, yeah. in progress is very interesting. Um, I didn't read all of it, but I mean, it's kind of like it has more modes than I was expecting, it has some co- cool things about like this Invaders of the Ram. Uh, but they... I kind of want to see this stuff in action. Um, but from what I can see here is... uh, That this is a good game. Outside of, like, the standard stuff. Um, so yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I just... Uh, I, I don't want to, um... (laughs) i don't want to buy it though i mean i got so many games to play right now it's just tough but um mortal kombat one does show that they actually you know stepped up and i thought they was because the last one wasn't bad either so um a lot of people were like upset that they were leading with a lot of the story stuff i was kind of like confused on that um it's a it's a it's heavy on the gameplay but they have been known for the story now for forever. It's not as if they, they don't even talk about the gameplay as much, as the story anymore. It's like the gameplay is not it's not like an afterthought, but we have people that kind of go online and you break that down. They ain't doing that. They just going to show you some stuff, flashy stuff, but they're going to give you more of the story. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, do you appreciate them f- falling more into the world and the story Or did you want them to kind of continue to stay focused on just gameplay? Like, I guess, what's your thoughts Um, on them being focused on story for these games, NetherRealm Studios, um, Injustice, and Mortal Kombat?
2: I think that, uh, one, they have to be smart and play to their strengths. Like, more than 50% of people play... I mean, maybe not 50%, but it's like... Most people that I know are interested in more combat just because they're familiar with the characters in the world. Like they, they grew up with it or they played other games and you, you just come back to see more of that world. And personally, that's what I like as well. But at the same time, I feel like for this game, they've been too, uh, holding back too much for the gameplay. Cause like mm-hmm. I was watching Max talk about the game recently, uh, Max million do the, the fighting game. Guru, <laughs> um,
0: I ain't never heard of him.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, you've probably seen his his videos, but um, he's about all fighting games. But he was talking about Mortal Kombat and the coverage of it. Where it's like every trailer, you get a lot of story, and you get like one minute thirty seconds of like gameplay. And like even leading up to the game, there was a bunch of systems in the game like that they couldn't talk about until the re- review period ended, which is today, once the game came out. And so that's like, um, I you know, not... It's normal with other games like Starfield and stuff like that, but this is a fighting game and you can't really show all the mechanics and things like that until the day the game came out. It's not very, I guess, good for fighting game players who want to know deeply, more deeply about the mechanics. Um, and so I, I would say... They could stand to do better because I think that a lot, the big perception of Mortal Kombat is the gameplay is not as polished as other fighting games mm-hmm. like Street Fighter. And with them not putting it at the forefront, it doesn't feel like they're maybe they don't also feel as confident in the gameplay as like other fighting games. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. like Street Fighter Six didn't have to have a story. It's like our our mechanics and our gameplay is just so good we believe in it. But I don't think that Mortal Kombat necessarily thinks of themselves like that
1: <laughs>
2: no but i mean it, it's fine they can have their own niche they're still successful and they're really good at the story um but you know it, they they gotta do more with the, the gameplay i think mm-hmm. so they say
1: that this tag system is, is is well thought out in that it, it does a lot to improve on the foundation that it stands on but um so I mean, this like I said, this re, this review in progress is giving it a lot of praise. Um, to my, to me, Mortal Kombat always felt more arcadic than anything. Um, and I guess that's because I was so used to playing Tekken and Street Fighter. Those are a little bit more technical games that just you know it's all about your movement and spacing, and that ain't this. Mortal Kombat is kind of like more forgiving. Um. And I think once, once I started to realize that I kind of gravitated more towards Street Fighter, a lot more in like Soul Calibur, um, in games like that. But mm-hmm. overall, I mean, I, 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 I have no problem playing Mortal Kombat. I actually find the combat enjoyable. And this is the very first one I was introduced to, um, back when it was, when I, mean, I was playing Mortal Kombat four, um, a lot. So, I mean, that was like on a Nintendo 64, I think. So it it, mm-hmm. it was, it was, that was my first introduction to Mortal Kombat anyway. So, and I, I truly enjoyed it. So I, I really don't, I don't want to knock it for being more arcade because arcadey, because that is something that I enjoy and liked. Um, but for me, um, There is a tough sale when it comes to fighting games simply because of the amount of time and the passion or competitiveness that I kind of gear towards it. I have no competitiveness in Mortal Kombat. I never go online to play in Mortal Kombat. I don't find that to be the bread and butter. I find the story more so now to be the bread and butter and then playing with people when they come over just so I can brush up on a few skills that I had previously. So I do use a lot of previous history with the game. So I don't want them to change anything to kind of continue to be okay with it or okay at it because I don't really go in and deep dive. Um, I think the most recent p- character that I started playing with was Aaron black, um, from the last game. And, uh, I can't. That was a big step because I used to always play with just um, Scorpion. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh it's just you know having that familiarity, and I think that this game nails that. But it also just takes it to a new level. The production, everything, bro. I, I feel like they really just nailed it. So it does come out tomorrow, and we will see if I have a copy or not. But um hopefully, I just met pass because I got plenty of stuff to play. Uh, Liza P uh, will be coming out soon. I think it's tomorrow too, if I'm not mistaken. But we're gonna talk about that a little bit as well. But um, I'm I'm happy that they're actually uh, showing that this game is probably gonna be good, and um, it was well worth the wait. I think, at least from the from the looks of it, well worth the wait. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, what do you? Oh, I think I was gonna. Oh, go ahead. You can ask your question. I was just gonna ask, what do you think about them going straight back to Mortal Kombat versus like going to you know Injustice
2: like they normally do? Uh so I think it, it's cool they they set up a lot of good stuff with Mortal Kombat Eleven and uh, continuing mm-hmm. that makes sense. I personally am tired of this the same Injustice story. I, if mm. it's DC focused, I personally want it to be like a new story, so they're not limited to like. You know evil superman versus batman mm-hmm. uh it could just be a dc focused fighting game or like oh we're gonna do flashpoint uh nether rounds or something like that um mm. but i think that that's gonna be their next step uh because they're they do really they have the dc fighting game ip unlock uh so mm-hmm. there's more of that to explore
1: yeah, I thought it was interesting. I well, thought um, I, was, I was thinking they were all gonna keep going back and forth like, you know, Call of Duty or something, mm-hmm. but uh, It
2: might not be ready yet, you know, with yeah. the D C stuff and like, you know, they they don't know who Superman is gonna well they have a Superman now, but they don't know <laughs> what D C wants and D C might be like wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and what I was gonna say as far as the Mortal Kombat one, uh, it does have um a lot of microtransactions you can it buy does? glasses for characters. you can buy um masks and gloves and stuff they're all on the store it has multiple currencies some of them you can get from playing the game some of them you don't get from some of them you gotta buy uh and then they have so far it's free but they do have character specific progression like not not like a full battle pass but it's like you know level up scorpion you get uh scorpion related stuff um it's i don't know if that means they're going to add more to it later because right now it's only 10 levels and you can get 10 levels within like you know maybe 10 hours or so mm. but all that to be said the game is expensive and they also have expensive uh cosmetics on the store so just uh you know be, mindful be, of that. be aware of that okay yeah um yeah
1: that's not good but um We'll see. We'll see what they say. Like well, like I guess I I really want the reviews to kinda of be finalized and kinda of talk through it. Um, kinda of really understand the mechanics. I know they were mentioning the whole um invasions and being able to unlock stuff through that, but it's kinda of grindy. So mm-hmm. um we'll see how that works and whether or not it's it's comparable or at least rewarding to try and go about it that way versus not, you know. All right. Well, that is Mortal Kombat. Let's talk about Lies of P. <laughs> oh boy! So, if if you guys don't remember, Lies of P is the Pinocchio Souls like, um,
2: yeah,
1: and I thought because I played the demo, nobody else did. I don't think, um. I thought the demo was cool. I thought it looked like really interesting and intriguing. And they had like a very good understanding of what a Souls Light game should be. And they had a deep understanding of what their world would look like. So the art style, the music. But I know Josh kind of. <laughs> what, what did you call this man? He said uh, the.
2: The. Term- <laughs>
1: No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of the actor? I forget his name now. Oh,
2: Timothy. I don't know how to pronounce that name. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Yeah,
1: so he,
2: like... He's in June. He's in other stuff. Uh, but, I mean, he looks just like him. He said, uh, you talk about that, uh, Timothy? You, know.
1: you talk about that, Timothy? So, I was like, I said, first, uh, I didn't even put it together until I looked at his face. So I said, like, hey, this man is, he, he do got that flourishing hair in the wind right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah it's basically a pinocchio story and dark souls-esque style it has the same equipment layout the same ui and honestly it feels good to play it has some of the mechanics of you know you know fight you know to get your life back and being able to retrieve that by being a staying aggressive. Um, the boss fights were interesting and intriguing when I first played it. Um, and a lot of that kind of stayed true throughout the entire game. Cause a lot of the reviewers were kind of mentioning that a lot of people were giving it nines. A lot of some people were giving it eight, some people were giving it a five, but overall mm-hmm. what I thought was going to happen is that they were going to have a good story and they were going to be a good clone. And that's kind of what this reviews are telling me is that it's a good story or at least better than normal of what you would get in these types of games. And it's a good clone as in that that gameplay loop is actually fulfilling and fun to play. And they have some like, mechanics where you can change the hilt kind of like they do in Bloodborne. Like I said, they kind of copied but if you copy good and you make a good you know scenery and you build the world around it in a great way I really don't have a problem with that so um this is one of those game pass games that I was definitely going to give a shot and I think I still am uh I just had to find the time to kind of play it but overall um it's another one it's another solid game that's come out this year um I don't know yeah. if it's going to Be better than Lords of the Fallen. Um, I'm kind of these are two of the games I'm looking out for to kind of see which one's going to take that genre. Um, of act, I think, do they usually just go with action RPGs like these capes
2: of games or no? Do Uh, they, yeah? I mean, people call them souls, like, but technically it's just action RPG, but so they'd probably be facing off with Final Fantasy, yeah like Mm. uncharted this and Final fantasy they would all get stuck in the same category wow interesting um
1: well yeah so i was thinking maybe they're gonna be battling back and forth you know head to head between them and um lords of the fallen but i guess it's probably gonna be more than that um yeah but yeah i think i'm glad i'm glad good games are coming out I think it's gonna give me a lot more time to kind of build up the back catalog. I don't know what to next year is gonna bring, um, but I don't think it's gonna any, I don't think any year gonna become close to this year in an amount of content and the amount of quality that we've received. I still ain't played Diablo, I still ain't played uh-huh. Dead Space. <laughs> uh, I still haven't played so many games i still ain't finished yet survivor um which we're gonna talk about that a little bit because they got an update but um there's plenty of games that have come out that are truly just like wow um and i think this year kind of can be summed up as the makeup year for covid uh covid yeah. kind of crushed a lot
2: of people we're not games. getting yeah we're not getting covid like games that got stuck in development we're getting games that started after COVID and were Mm -hmm. fully like cooked and planned uh, Mm -hmm. after that so it's good (laughs) yeah for sure um what I was was gonna say about Liza P is that uh it seems interesting I'm glad it's getting good impressions because for those games it's always like I wouldn't expect people to I would expect people to drop it it's like oh it's a six it's it's okay but it's not like anything to check on but mm-hmm. it being an 8 or, you know, around there, uh, it's good. I might check it out in the future. It's just for me, Bloodborne is not my favorite Souls game, and I don't really play Bloodborne for the story. So it, I'm not, like, really drawn to of P because of those reasons. I played it mostly because it was from software, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. So when I have time at some point, uh, I'll check it out on Game Pass. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm too busy with all this other stuff that came out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I'm supposed to be the one that don't really like these types of games, but I kind of am, I'm, I'm, I'm pulled towards them for the challenge and the unique style of gameplay. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Liza Peak, check it out. Uh, It's super flashy. Got some cool stuff and, uh, it's on Game Pass if you got Game Pass so next up we're going to talk about jedi survivor and essentially they recently just got an update um it's not really like a big update or anything like that it's kind of like they took a feature out in order for it to run better so they did have ray tracing in there and they bit off too much more than they can really handle for the performance mode performance mode never ran at 60 it was always around like 40 50 um but they basically pulled out ray tracing in the performance mode which allowed it to go to 60 fps there is some if um things that have occurred because of that so it is rock solid 60 throughout the entire game now um at least from people's findings but there is some situations where you get some artifacting around puddles or large bodies of water basically it kind of broke the um the illusion and it kind of as you're panning through it it just feels like it's just broken graphics it's like it's all it's all blocks it doesn't it doesn't it's like say for instance you're looking at the water through a bunch of grass the grass will now take on the the, the shade of the water so now it looks like it's just broken and um, pixelated all over the screen so there is a problem with them just removing the ray tracing because it is, it was supposed to fix the FSR artifacting and some of the, um, it's not anti-aliasing, but it's like a different, it's a different type of, um, feature, but I don't care. I think it's the anti filtering, but I could be wrong in that, but it was, it basically, it it's what, Um, what fixes when two, two things interact with one another and there is a, uh, a plane or a field or a, um, or a graphic that is supposed to sit plainly and I forget what they call it now, but they're like baked in. I am not Digital Foundry. Never claimed to be. But what I do know is that these things are showing up and they're kind of basically causing and they're very intrusive and bad looking. But if you can get past screen that...
2: Space,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Screen space inclusion. Um, Reflection. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you can get past that, um, you will have a 60 FPS mode. But I think I'm going to still opt for play that 30 with the ray tracing and kind of leave it on. I kind of got used to the 30 FPS, but I know if I go to 60 FPS, I'm probably going to try to stick to 60. So I'm going to just not mess with nothing and continue to play it at 30 as I was because I felt like it was responsive enough and I didn't feel like I was, you know, having problems. But that isn't yeah. even the biggest news, but um we're gonna talk about that in a second but yeah what's your thoughts on the update josh did you did you buy this game yet or no
2: no i haven't bought it yet because when it came out it it ran okay on consoles people are saying it's the best way to play but it still had uh some issues like the performance mode and stuff uh but since then i'm i'm interested in it i definitely i like the first game a lot uh i just waiting for the performance to get uh, stable enough to see where I'm gonna play it, uh, but then we're removing the ray tracing. I think is a is a good idea for a performance mode because with the performance mode, you know, you're you're saying you accept some cutbacks yes. for uh, more performance. And so the ray tracing, the game was built with it from the ground up, uh, and then removing it is going to cause some issues. I think that I I mean I hope that they can fix the screen space reflection situation because screenplay. Uh, screen space reflections are not um necessarily bad but they have to be hand placed and hand adjusted uh, to look right because the screen place reflection just basically is like the reflection the game will make a quick like simple panoramic photo of the environment and then use that as your reflections but like depending on the the game and how many reflective surfaces it might not look good like by default so you have to really adjust it Uh, So, right now, it doesn't seem like they spent the time to to fully make it look good. Um, So, I think they should fix that. But overall, it's good to have a performance mode that runs well. Because the game will benefit from it. It'll be more smooth. And, you know, it's a pretty long game. So, you might uh, feel feel better after long play sessions. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, it's... I, I say it's unfortunate that it came out in the way that it did where we have these issues because yeah, well, it it's Unreal Engine, it. but, yeah. but like they can they have the tools to fix it. It's just, you know. they no. yeah, I think I think EA got a little
1: bit in in the in, uh, in way here. But there was like a whole lot about how, you know, when they put the publication out and like how, what something is when it's gold and when it gets to the actual storefront and how they kind of implement it there—it's too—it's too complicated for me to understand. But I do know that some people can get it done, so you just have to get it mm-hmm. done, whatever the case may be. Um, But overall, I mean, I haven't played it completely yet, but the time I have played it, I truly enjoyed it. So I do know that they have a great package here, and I think this story is going to be phenomenal when i get around to it (laughs) but right now all i can say is is that i'm glad they're still working on it and i'm glad that they are still taking the initiative to make sure this game is running well but it's specifically they need to fix the pc version um Mm -hmm. and i think that's probably the one that really is still out there as the problem child uh as the consoles are pretty much set with 830 fps and 60 fps mode now Um, they need to clean up a little bit of that, um, screen space reflections and how they kind of break that stuff. But, um, yeah, I think that they need to kind of clean that up. But overall, we're in a good space now to, if you want to jump in, you can. Um, but another thing came out today and it was that the director of Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, Stig Asmuzin is leaving EA And he simply said Mm -hmm. to pursue other Avengers. that tells me he ain't like what's going on or something in the, something, something going on over there. But this is the individual that led these two games that I truly liked, um, through respawn. Mm -hmm. So, um which i wasn't aware, aware of what he did but he was the individual that had been working in the game industry for 25 years but he worked on the original three god of wars with santa monica he was serving as lead environmental artist uh then the art director and then he was finally just a creative director on god of war three so that mm-hmm. tells me he has some stuff he knew some stuff um god of war 3 being one of those games him being the creative director of that i can understand and see how it can be transferred over to a star wars universe um in the cinematics and and things like that the real bombastic top of the line crazy moments it, it did after i think about it when i look back at it i'm like okay yeah i can get how he <laughs> he want everything to be larger than life <laughs> so um yeah that's kind of crazy to me um he joined them in 2014 to kind of do the uh star wars uh fallen order and then when which came out in 2019 and then obviously next one came out um this year and that was jedi survivor um but he's left now um Hmm. what does that tell me about EA <laughs> I, mean, it's, uh, well, well, I mean I already know I mean but I'm kind of worried because I, I honestly I think Respawn is like a shell of itself at this point Um, I don't think I think they're pimping them out and they don't really have like the original team that really are creative and truly know what they're how creative how creativity works because it it feels like a lot of these respawn had a great thing going and they just did not have to be bought up by this company. Um, Titanfall. We haven't seen it. We haven't heard of it. They keep milking apex legends. Every chance they get for microtransactions for every cosmetic skin in the world. And they haven't even fixed the underlying game yet. They, they just, seem to have hit a spot where their ses- their success is too shielding. Um, I'm not saying that Stig leaving is any indicator of anything. He could have personal reasons. Obviously, just to pursue other adventures seems very weird. But he could be just, I'm done. I, I did my time. I got my two games out. I'm over it. I mean, that could be simple enough. But... From me looking in, I can tell, or at least I can, I can wander, and really, what I wonder is, is how long, you know, respawn. When the next game comes out, when the next situation occurs, what is respawn going to look like? What are they mm-hmm. working yeah. on next? And, and like I said, this is my favorite studio. I love everything they do, um, to an extent, of course apex legends was a great game at its core and and then it became a you know money making machine which is fine but uh I, I only value it for what the core was and once that core is kind of broken i really don't find the need to continue to play um and support because they have plenty of people playing and supporting and they don't really necessarily need um individuals that truly were Interested in their solid gameplay. They just need people that be interested in their c- characters. Um. Not saying that they don't try. But I, they're failing to me. Um. But this. You know coming out. These games gave me a glimpse of hope. And even though it did come out in a bad state. They, they're trying to right the ship. Obviously. And they're trying to make sure that these games. Uh. Truly have legs to live on. Um. But. Yeah, I'm kind of worried. I'm not going to lie. It seems as if there's going to be a big shift to me. Might be a big shift coming up soon um, where we're going to see another one of those. (laughs) When they first did it from Infinity Ward and may respawn, respawn going to break off and make another another whatever they want to call it at this point. From the original people that was on respawn, um, I hate that it happens, but I think that's what's going to happen. Pursue other ventures seems very weird to me. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to be making yeah. another God of War game, but it just seems so weird. Like he has nothing in plan. He just he want to be he don't want to be done with it. Um, I best I guess he's been in the gaming industry for twenty five years, but mm, it seems weird.
2: Yeah. Uh. So I don't. Mm -hmm. You know know the whole story with Respawn, but yeah, being part of EA, the big company, some there's always going to be like uh, some mandates or focuses like we want you know, Respawn to focus on Apex Legends and increasing profits and that's Mm -hmm. like what we want you to do and that's you know, it's not necessarily always a bad thing because the company has to you know, make profit, but at the same time for creative individuals and people who are really talented at respawn that that will limit their ability to do what they're good at um mm-hmm. you know and, and some things change over time like it might be bad at first but improve or might be really good and then get worse so uh whatever happened with him at respawn uh he made two good games and um you know whatever he does next will, will probably be good too. But yeah, like you said, I hope that whatever happens at respawn going forward, they still have the freedom and creativity to make what they want. Uh, cause I think that's one of the reasons why Bungie keeps, <laughs> keeps hopping around. Uh, cause they want, want to have the creativity to do what they want. Uh, you know, cause it, no. it is profitable. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, just having a good idea. But companies also will focus on how to milk that idea for all it's worth. And that's, you know,
1: not good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I still want to have games like Jedi Survivor come out. I don't really want to just be you guys become a respawn, become like another uh, Apex machine. And it's just that's it, you know. Um, So we'll see what happens there. Um, But. It's not looking great, at least from my my perspective. Um, somebody just left, but still not great. All right, let's talk about um, these two, you know, announcements that came out today where we got State of Play for tomorrow, um, where they're going to be focusing on indie games and third-party releases. What do you think we're going to see here outside of Call of Duty?
2: <laughs> uh... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's gonna. I think it's just gonna be games for this year. Uh, Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, um, and whatever big titles that that come out the rest of this year. Um, probably gonna get some Destiny I, only, stuff for final shape. Oh, Destiny! Yeah, I. I mean, I don't think it it should be anything really new. Like, it, it should be all games that we've seen before. Maybe you might see a trailer there. You know, so some. New mechanics or whatever they're doing, but it's going to be stuff that's familiar, um, wh- which is fine. But I think for a state of play, a lot of people are hoping for more. <laughs> but you know, they gotta set those expectations. Third party only. Uh, but yeah,
1: yeah, they don't talk about Spider Man. Oh, they VR. They might talk about
2: uh, a handheld.
1: <laughs> that garbage handheld. They need to. They need to. They need to do a price cut right now. With one hundred and fifty, maybe. But at the same time, I already got a PlayStation Portable, maybe, it's called a Steam Deck.
2: But uh, honestly, I've been looking into the the like handheld streaming market since that thing was announced. Just because, like, you know, it'd be cool to have a, a small device that's just pick mm. up and stream when I ne- don't necessarily want to use my Steam Deck. But even the one hundred fifty dollars market is like, you get some really good Android devices for one hundred fifty dollars. It's like you can do a whole lot more than just streaming with an Android device. <laughs> I know. So, I don't and know who what, this thing is for. <laughs> me
1: neither, dude. Me neither. It's in
2: the same price point. Logitech has the same thing, but you—it's Android, and you can play. You know, do so much stuff. more. And, and being and... to the PlayStation ecosystem yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it has Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is ridiculous to say it's 2023 it doesn't have Bluetooth. Uh, but yeah, like this is not a, this is not a good idea. Um, and I'm okay with continuously expanding on my Steam Deck to allow me to do those things. I do want a better screen, of course, but I'm able to live with it for now. Um, but yeah, state of play. I just think we're going to get some VR stuff. We're going to talk about... Uh, you know, talk about Spider Man. Um, I don't know if they're gonna probably talk about anything new, like Wolverine, maybe, but um, they said that they're gonna focus on updates on to previously announced games coming to PlayStation, so maybe they talk about something that they talked about and and, in um, because they can't just talk about PlayStation, that's just ridiculous, but they could, and then um, PSVR 2. Um, then they're gonna talk about some third-party stuff, which is probably gonna be Call of Duty, Destiny, Assassin's Creed, um, and that's gonna wrap it in like 44 minutes or something like that. I'm more fo- I'm more interested in Nintendo. Do you or do you not think they're gonna show off this Nintendo Switch too? <laughs>
2: um, I I don't know if they will. But what I can say is I hope that they do. have yeah, people are saying like you know. When the first was dropped, they just uh, did like a quick announcement, and it's gonna come out next year. I think that they can do a similar thing. You know, at least talk about the device because people, at this point, know it exists. Um, mm-hmm. Your gamer talked about they saw it at, what, where was it? Gamescom. Gamescom. Like, they, yep. Nintendo was showing it to people at Gamescom. It's like this is what we got. It seems to have a big um, NVIDIA-led like development. It helping out with development because you know before yeah. it, it really just seems like nvidia provided the parts but they didn't have any any say in like how it's utilized um, right but they that, want that technology
1: extent- they want that technology to show they want to show it off they want to beat amd yeah so i think that's what's driving them to be really hands-on with it and mm-hmm. um i like that because i like competition um always have always will but um I kind of want to see what they what they can do with another handheld and I have no mm-hmm. problem Shel- it's been since 2017 I have no problem giving them another $400 I just ain't got nothing to buy so it's it's time <laughs> yeah. it's time for them um, to do something so
2: yeah and even still there are a lot of good games you know Zelda just came out this year and yeah. having a better way to officially play, play it, it will yeah be- will be nice. Um, Amazing. I, personally, I kind of wish that they not necessarily delayed Zelda, but they could have synced up the, the release a little bit better, but if backwards compatibility and all your account stuff moves over seamlessly, I would have no issue like you said, spending more money on another Nintendo device.
1: They definitely hurt Zelda. Like, to me. Yeah. It, it it took it out the game of the year running for me because it just felt so outdated. And um even when I was trying to play with Karina because I'm playing on the original Nintendo switch I can see the stutters I can see the the lag the delays I'm just like what the heck is this man this is how y'all put this game out this game that is supposed to really really be the console seller for y'all but I get it I get it they they want to they wanted to put that out again on the already built in player base you know already built in sales units they don't want to kind of force people to buy another something new um which makes sense i mean but they could have did a switch version and they could have did a switch 2 version but you know nintendo they just want people to focus on buying what they what they have and get those dollars get those dollars but um i feel like it was it kind of it definitely hurt my um experience so I'm hoping for a new, updated, refreshed console to truly go through that game um, the right way um, and kind of play it the way I want to play it, Um, but yeah. Yeah, I had to... It's just, you know, I like some of the stuff that they did when the continuation. Um, I, I let Karina play on my profile, so she's had all my older horses and all that stuff and i'm like well (laughs) whatever (laughs) you know because i'm like i'm i'm waiting i don't want to play it in that terrible state so i was like i'll wait um so yeah and that's it's just gonna be what it is but it did definitely hurt it um i'm even even though i was playing it with karina and like like watching her and doing stuff and all that good jazz it still definitely hurt my perspective on that game from launch because i was just like this looks muddy it's not great and i know you guys can do better so hopefully we see something better um i don't know if if they spoke about let me see yeah they spoke about it and they said that it's basically going to be talking about the winter games uh and it will start at 10 a.m. tomorrow um you know the the games they currently have announced are detective pikachu super mario super nes um like super mario rpg and then they got some princess peach game but man am i hoping for the switch Two to be announced but we'll see i won't get my hopes up too far but that's my hope (laughs) (laughs) uh and lastly, let's finish it up with the iPhone 15 Pro. The Resident Evil running at 30 FPS on the on a phone, Josh. Are we in the future? Is this the future, Josh? Are we going to be in the future? Are we going to be gamers on phones? <laughs>
2: uh, I think that it I mean it's cool to have it, um, but then you just got to invest in another ecosystem, spend another it might be full price on the iPhone. Who knows? Um, since it's a full game, <laughs> uh, but I'll I say it's cool. Um, personally, I don't look to mobile devices for console games. I'll I'll look for unique, you know, uniquely made uh, mobile game because uh, I, I like Wild Rift, which is uh, the League of Legends game, more uh, mobile exclusive. Um, and there are a lot of like exclusive games that utilize the device where you play for a short session and you know the device can push push the hardware and the graphics to do cool stuff um mm. personally i would never play resident evil on my phone i it <laughs> on the tv on the, on the PS4, but it got hdr whatever. but it got hdr and ray tracing <laughs> yeah and it's gonna last for 30 minutes <laughs> Uh, you know, or it's gonna be plugged in. That mug gonna be on fire, <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, Battery no. Oh. But I mean, it's it's cool to see what what the device can do. But yeah, mobile games. I feel like they just don't. They can't fully utilize that. I mean, other than like Genshin Impact, because like y'all don't play Genshin Impact, but like that's a mobile design game. But somehow they make a big world like Breath of the Wild and. You know, people enjoy it, but still, I feel like that's a that's a different experience that is optimized for the phone. But these mobile ports, I, I'm personally not interested. But it's cool; it, it looked good. Yeah,
1: my for my thought is that um, I like the accessibility of being able to game on certain things, um, but um, I I still prefer a traditional experience at this point. Um, I truly can't get used to turning my phone into a plaything. I don't know. It's kind of felt, it feels the same way I was doing with the PC where I need an ecosystem, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of like truly feel in, 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 um, immersed. So it kind of puts, puts, puts Uh it off for me. So yeah, that's where I kind of like the steam os on my pc i love to turn it on when i'm trying to play anything on my steam os i like to try to push everything through steam now um just like on my steam deck and then uh on my phone i haven't figured out anything for that yet so i just i don't feel like it's a gaming device i feel like it's truly just meant for me to you know it's a it's a social media machine plus phones and mm-hmm. text so i just don't i haven't gotten into that perspective uh to that perspective yet i mean i got i got a vita i got my steam deck i don't really think i need another true always on me but it's always as everybody said the the best camera is the camera you have best gaming device is the gaming device you got so i'm i'm happy that some people could truly play through entire assassin's creed mirage if they were crazy enough to um on their phone um I find that to be quite interesting. And as things get stronger and faster and better, um, and I think, I think there is no reason for, um, for this stuff to not get to evolve and become better and better and better. So
2: I'm looking forward yeah. to a future, Especially with um, cause I fo- forgot that. So the new iPhone is switching over to USB C. Yep. Um, but that's because the was a European Union, uh yeah, one of their everybody. government bodies, whatever. Yeah, they forcing all uh tech companies to standardize to a single like you know, input device. So you haven't got lightning anymore from the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh that being said, they also I don't know if it was the same time if it came later, rule that Apple's gonna have to let you install other storefronts at some point like it can't be a fully locked ecosystem on ios so you might be able to put another app installer on your phone Uh, if that does come to fruition and it opens up to opens up the ecosystem then you might see iphones who have all this power be able to do other stuff that's you know apple wouldn't let you do before so uh, yeah. that would be cool. Um, but yeah, that's, that's if a future an Android on an
1: iPhone. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, 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 it's not amazing to the extent because I like my Google stuff. I love, I love the Google e- ecosystem, but the, um, but it's kind of like, you know, their ecosystem is flexible, not Apple's. Mm-hmm. So if I could do a boot or something like that, um, that'd be, that'd be interesting to see how that of works out. You know,
0: cause you' gonna so, uh, get one of these iPhones. Cause you you ha- you got one of the iPhones, don't you?
1: Uh, no, I sold that one. Um, I I think oh. I traded in, but uh, I was planning on either getting a a fifteen or fifteen Max potentially for just uh video recording and editing, but I think that'll be a waste. Um. Because i rather have the, because I don't really need the Pro, I just need to be able to shoot 4K 60 without feeling as if I'm, my phone's going to overheat, because it has a very bad problem with overheating, these um Android phones, so uh, I don't even shoot in 4K anymore, I shoot at 1080, and 1080, 60 which is still fine. It doesn't look terrible, but I was like, why the heck I can't use all the functionality on my phone. That's what made me mad. So, um, I was thinking about it simply before the re videography, videography, uh, aspect. So,
2: uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, I might pick up a, a max just cause I like the size and it's, you know, getting close to time to upgrade. Uh, mm-hmm. But mainly, I like the the finish, the titanium finish. I think is really nice. There's not a lot of um, phones with with that. Yeah. Then again, uh, I'm I'm waiting till my eleven Pro stops working um, <laughs> because there's really feature wise and like there's nothing I care about <laughs> with the new one no the, exactly yeah, yeah. On the, on the I'm, camera, it's more so
1: probably going to go through t-mobile do that whole just you know iphone for free trade in another phone situation um it just inflates your bill technically but then they give you a credit for the year so it's not like i'm really because i'm not even going to switch my sim over to it it's really going to be one of those situations where i have two phones both of them are paid off i can sell one of my old ones And more than likely, they'd give me like $800 off or something like that. (laughs) Whereas like, it's not expensive, but it's just replacing my Android phone that was expensive uh, to, you know, get a better uh, camera. So we'll see. I would never, I mean, like I said, I don't need a phone. I don't need these things. I have my phone. I enjoy my phone. I don't know if I'm going to upgrade to Google one yet cause I don't really feel like I need to. Um, and until I see what they kind of have to offer like this right here, it is these 15 pros and stuff like that did not, they not, they didn't move the needle. If I was, if I was, if, cause I recently um, purchased Karina's 14 pro, this didn't move the needle for me to be like, Oh, she needs this at all. And I don't think it's going to move the needle until like the 16 or 17. So, um, probably the 17. So, I don't really care, but yeah. for me, the max might be beneficial. So
0: I don't feel like they ever moved a needle. I mean, you got all those jokes where they keep doing the same thing over and over. I'm, I'm happy that mug coming out just because my battery house stays service. It like, don't even give a percentage no more. It, say, it just stays service. So I'm like, I need a new phone. Jeez. And it ain't like I'm getting it for like a feature or nothing like that. I just simply want a new battery. That's the only
1: reason I want it. <laughs> you, and you ain't got no warranty on that thing probably not I mean mm-hmm.
0: I had the phone since I got a 12 and I had it since somewhere between like I just to say for after September like for, uh 2020 mm-hmm. 20, so I'm due for a new phone I was due for a new phone back in June but I just ain't never upgraded them. like I'm all the way for another phone call so
1: Gotcha. A battery cook no nah, that makes sense you getting the pro or you just don't get the 15 uh i don't know
0: i'm tempted to get the cheaper one but it depends on how they do the score credit stuff whatever. when you trade the phone in, mm-hmm. if they're gonna pay it all off and stuff like that i might as well just go ahead and get
1: the whichever one i can tell you care. that the 15 is a is a good phone the 15 is a good phone from what i was seeing the 15 actually had the better upgrade. The Pro, really, not really. Um, unless you're like super, super into camera stuff, you're not gonna be able to like, because they have all the functionality. There's like certain things where like the USB C bust, like there's a there's a there's a speed difference between how fast you can move data. You get up to 10 gigabits per second on. Um, Uh, this new USB-C bust on the Pro, and then you get like 4 gigabits per second on the original that you would get with a Thunderbolt. So if you're not moving like tons of data a lot, it really... That's one of the big features, and then the Pro also has like the... Um... It's like um refresh rate? I don't even think it's the refresh rate. Um... Uh. I would have to verify that I don't, I know that the the pros are the only ones that can natively run the games, the, if, but that ain't no, like I, said, I don't know who was going to buy a pro for that. So like, like I said, the pro is not the one that actually did anything. So if you, you're better off getting a 14 pro if you want a pro. But if you want the the 15, in my opinion, it's the one with the dynamic island now it gives you everything that you possibly were missing out on previously if you didn't get a pro. So that's why I'm saying the 15 is the one that is more enticing and it's, it's going to be cheaper, of course. So I watched yeah, it. I'm I was uh, like, uh, I, wa- I watched the whole thing. I was like, i watch it. And, um, cause you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just interested in technology, but Yeah. But you, you so can't care it out about the yourself. battery life. so. Yeah. I like that one. Check out bit the Max. It, the Max is the one that a... usually gives you the best battery life, anyway. Check out that Max. Because yeah. they, they have a, as you stated, I don't think it's a refresh rate. I think it's the resolution of the screen. That's what I think it is. I, don't know. I think the refresh rate are the same. But I think the resolution of the screen is different. And that's why the Max always gives you better battery life. That's which though, one you got? You got the Eleven Pro Max or just a uh, regular
0: one?
2: I have the Eleven Pro Max. I always get the Max because I'm just interested in the size. uh I mean, I do use the camera stuff, you know, uh, family, but I'm not a professional <laughs> videographer, so it, it's more mainly. I, lo- I want the big screen.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't be wanting my phone to be too big. So, but I'm gonna consider it though. I think it's like maybe like an inch or something like that. So.
1: Yeah. And they, they fit it into like, a the, the same, they fit into like a smaller silhouette because they're thinner bezels now. So you should check out the max if you, um, like in store, see how I feel. Uh, but okay, that's pretty much it. Um, to thank you guys for listening as always. Uh, we will talk to you all next time. We got through a lot of stuff today. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as usual, I'm glad you guys got to this point you got here you're the real og thank you guys for listening always check us out on spotify google apple youtube wherever you see my face appreciate it thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you all next week peace